Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 47 of the Startup Menu, the podcast that follows our bootstrap startup named Menu, M-E-N-Y-U. My name is Adam Van Buskirk. With me is my co-founder, Kevin Sims. What's going on, Kevin? Nothing much. Good, good. Staying afloat. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's the same here. <laughs> uh, we've been putting menus in. Um, we talked the last episode, so episode 46, about our startup menu, which is what this podcast is about. Um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about the SaaS product, the barbershop SaaS um, that we're involved in, and um, kind of want to talk about the sales process you're actually doing, going through a sales plan, um, working with a seasoned professional, um, things like that. I think the listeners will get a lot of value out of that. But um, to let everyone know what I, I have been working on, uh, currently the SaaS product allows for walk-ins, so you can manage your walk-ins into your barbershop. And we want to also uh, allow you to manage your appointments. So I'm working on um, coding an appointment module into the SaaS. So that's what I've been doing uh, probably the last month, maybe, I think, probably now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's what I've been doing in a nutshell. But let's talk about uh, the process you're going through. I think there's a lot of people out there that probably have startups or are thinking about doing one where they don't have any sales experience. They may have no sales at all and they need it or they're wondering how the you know, they may not have tons of money. How do they even get started with sales? I think there's a lot of value. So let's let's spend this episode talking about that. But before we do that, um, tell everyone how you guys met with an, a potential investor mm-hmm. about a month ago. So why don't you just kind of in a nutshell let everyone know how that went. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, there was someone that I know from uh, previous years ago um, reached out to me um, just in a sense of, you know, hey, how's it going? you know, see the websites making progress and wanted to uh, basically look into, you know, what, you know, they could be, do to kind of, I guess, get involved. You know, they a person with a lot of money looking to invest in tech. So from the start, it sounded good, but uh, we started to shortly realize, like, we didn't necessarily have, like, an actual plan to uh, take the, you know, the two to three million of investment that we would get. And we didn't want to, like, take that money and just, you know, try and figure it out with someone's money. You know, we'd rather have the money with a plan to execute versus trying to, like, you know, use their money to figure out and potentially waste it. So. And I'm curious, did you, have you guys told, uh, have you told Marcus that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I spoke okay, with him. Because what, what were his thoughts? I, I imagine he probably thinks that's wise. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, hey, you know, basically almost sounded like he uh, was more you know, how can you say, uh, more receiving in the fact that, you know, we weren't just like, you know, cause obviously he's not big in the tech. So, you know, we could have maybe gave him some like falsified projections and he, you know, was, you know, would have thought that he could have, um, you know, probably made like tons of money if we would have said, Oh yeah, we'll make these projections. We'll get this part of the market. So, you know, for him, someone like, you know, from the outside, you know, respected it a lot more. So Yeah, that's interesting because I know he uh, he was a big believer, if I remember correctly, and, you know, that we have to move fast to capture the market. Yeah, he was. And yeah. before the competitors do. Right. Obviously, with this approach, that won't happen. Nah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so we kind of, you know, just took the approach of, you know, we're going to try to, you know, gain what market share we can in our initial area. And then, you know, at the, if the time comes again, you know, get that money to kind of then, you know, vault it into other places. Yeah, so here's where we're at. So we have a barbershop software-as-a-service product, 
It allows you to manage your walk-ins and soon you'll be able to manage your appointments. There's, you know better than me, Kevin, but let's say three to five major competitors. Mm-hmm. And when I mean major, major, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, well capitalized. Right. Um, and we have a guy that can design and write the product, which is me. So meaning just code. Yeah, yeah, right. And then we have uh, you and Andre. And you guys do a little bit of everything, obviously analysis, uh, you know, yeah. marketing, some sales. Um, but your backgrounds are, yeah, are not, your IT yeah. systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you, like, you put our Amazon, you know, our AWS, right? Is that right, right, AWS here. Put all that stuff together. Andre is a chemist. Um, really, really, really good with numbers. And I'm... A programmer. I mean, I'm an IT manager, but basically I'm a programmer. Yeah, yeah. So to give all of you a sense of where we're at, we have a SaaS product, a product that needs developed quite a bit, and we have no salespeople anywhere in sight. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of you out there are probably going to find yourself in the exact same situation just because you'll hear people with SaaSes talk a lot where they don't have a tech co-founder and the challenges because, you know, say they are in sales. Well, I have an idea for a product, but I have no idea how to code. Yeah. They have the opposite problem. The opposite problem, problem, yeah. We have the opposite problem with those people, and I'm sure a lot of people have that issue. We we are confident we with between us three, we can put out a world class product. You know, yeah, it'll take time, yeah, we have to create it, but we can do it. Mm. It is within our skill set. We do not have any sales ability. At all. And you have to be able to sell a product. So that leads us in to what you and Andre are actually doing right now. And yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people are going to have value in that. So why don't you let everyone know our strategy to essentially build sales into our business, basically. Is what yeah, yeah. So from just like, you know, starting from a high-level view, we, uh, we use um, a platform uh, a lot. So we use a platform called Upwork to uh, find freelancers. And... What we, uh, you know, initially sought out to do was, was you know, we initially sought out to find, like, salespeople, people who could sell the product. And, you know, with that, uh, we kind of, you know, kind of figured that, you know, we don't have a sales process to kind of give them. So we would be hiring people to kind of, for them to figure something out. So, you know, in that sense, you know, we, you know, took a step back and it was like, well, what if we could find like a top level executive who could potentially, you know, help us, you know, lay out like a blueprint that, you know, we could, you know, figure out and then, you know, apply to uh, other, you know, policies and procedures we do when we do bring other people on. So we uh, initially we still went on Upwork and we put out a proposal to, uh, you know, any, you know, you could put in like filters and stuff like that. So we were looking for anyone with like, you know, years of experience, um, previous sales experience, um, you know, building out sales processes, business plans, things like that. And we got a couple hits and I mean, we're talking like guys who make a lot of money, you know, $150, $200 an hour. So how many hits did you guys get? I don't think you ever told me like initially. Uh, so people? I think it was like nine oh, initially. that's a lot. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot. Yeah, that I mean, some of these guys, they're, they're um, so on the site, you can see like how much they made, you know, on the site. I mean, some of these guys are making two, 300000 you know, in terms of like, you know, money they've made over that the, since they've been on the platform. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, the guy we and they were all making like I mean they, they were all charging like hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars an hour. And which, you'd expect at least that. Yeah, at yeah, least that. even in IT for a professional that's not an executive. No, yeah, you're talking, you're talking at least two hundred, yeah. So um we vetted out a guy, um, pretty cool, you know, um, you know, I'll name him Stephen Lewis. He's from based out of Michigan and he owns his own sales uh, team and you know, company and he also works in, um, you know, SaaS products, so which made it a lot more lucrative for us to kind of go after a guy that already is in our space. So basically what we uh, did, and when we initially talked to him, and that was the great thing about the platform, you can talk to these people. So if you do have a business out there and you kind of don't want to, you know, drop that money immediately, a lot of these guys will jump on a call with you just to see if you're like a great fit for what they do. So yeah, nice. Yeah, so we did that with um, two people, and we had an hour call. We told them about our business, and, you know, we asked them questions about what they did, any previous businesses that they worked with, and, you know, basically just, you know, got a rundown of, like, a whole, you know, idea of, like, how they would fit for us. And, you know, one of the guys said, you know, we were kind of too soon for him. He was more of a, you know, looking for more hours, a hands-on approach, and, the Steven guy, he's more of a mentor type, so he has his own sales team, and what he kind of does is he'll take a startup under his wing, and he basically, like he said, he only needs, uh, you know, he looks to do like an hour or two a week, um, or, you know, just an hour a week, and what he, what he did with us is we kind of jumped on a call and developed a, an initial step to gaining or figuring out our, you know, target customer. So initially on our first call, one of the things we talked about was, okay, obviously you're bootstrapping, so you're going to be strapped for cash. So we need to figure out ways to get in front of our customers, you know, the fastest with, you know, the least amount of money spent and, you know, doing it the right way. So what we did was we kind of constructed a message of the pain points that our customers are basically, you know, having. So, you know, you know, what does our product do? Well, we don't want to just say it's a scheduler. They're going to be like, okay, I don't care. You know, there's a ton of other schedulers out there. But, you know, we want to talk to them about, hey, we have a scheduler that can not only reduce your wait times, uh, tee up customers, and then your customers will be happy clients putting more money into your pockets. So, you know, we talked about all these little brainstorming ideas and we, you know, con constructed it into a message. And so what we ended up doing was we took that message and we went on social media such as Instagram and uh, Facebook. And his plan for us was to go out and initially message a minimum of, of, of 100 people within the next couple of days. So let's let's touch on that real quick. Yeah. So, so you pay, so you pay him... An hour or two hours a week. Mm -hmm. So let's just say an hour. Yeah. So he jumps on the call, and uh, you guys, you know, review the plan and stuff. But basically, you pay him for an hour a week, and he will he develops a sales plan. But then you and Andre, who's also in the, the startup, you two execute it, right? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And then you have to report to him during the next hour, the next week? Yeah, yeah or he actually gives us so we can email him. Yeah, freely. He's free to jump on, so we can email him questions if we run into any issues oh, or that's anything. Not, is that free? No, yeah. So that's free. Okay, yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to, you know, lay it right, out right, for anyone because exactly. I'm sure when we say, you know, get a sales executive to, 
build a plan for us, you know, everyone's instantly dollar signs. Dollar signs. But we're yeah, talking an hour a week. An hour a week. So, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong, not that 200 a week is anything to laugh at, but if you could go find, you know, the guy that can, you know, do 100 an hour. Yeah, yeah, and you can you know, split it with somebody. Good. Yeah, and yeah, it's exactly. 50 bucks a week yeah, or exactly. something. Exactly, so. so awesome. That's good stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. go ahead and continue. So you guys were saying he gave you a plan to essentially reach out to, I think you were saying, 100 and some people a week. Now, is that each for you and Andre, or is that total? Yeah, so what we were doing, so Andre was doing Instagram. Well, I was doing Instagram. Andre was doing Facebook. So he reached out to, like, yeah, 100 and something on, like, different. Now, now Facebook's a little harder because, like, what you have to do is you have to friend request, and even Steven told us it's going to be a little harder on Facebook. So we went into, like, barber groups. So he's like, um, groups are a great thing. So even if you have a SAS out there, uh, groups are always great because it's always, like, those people for that type of, like, product are in that group talking about it or whatnot. But in those groups, they tend to not – they tend to uh, push away from, like, salesy type people being in there. So you, you kind of want to just be a part of the community. You don't want to go in and looking yeah. for sales and stuff. So he said, you know, join the groups, which we were already, already a part of, a bunch of a barber group. So we have to friend request people in the group. Then you have to wait for them to, like, approve the request. But then he was like, you know, you just, you know, speak to them. Like, hey, you know, I see you're a part of Barber World. And, you know, I'm looking to, you know, get a couple questions on, you know, a product. Yeah, you know, so – that you have to like play the waiting game a little bit, but you know Andre did reach out to a lot, got some feedback and stuff like that. But on Instagram, it's a lot easier because all you got to do is just direct message them. It's like a, it's like a messaging service, so you don't have to wait for them to friend. But he kind of gave us like a formula, so everything we do, we don't want to just come off as like salesmen trying to sell another product. We kind of want to you know learn the customer. He's like you know go through their their pictures, you know like a picture, comment on them. In the message, you know, reference that picture. Hey, that uh, Nike design you did in that uh, cut was pretty awesome. Um, came to your page, loved the work. Was wondering if I could coll- we could collaborate on an idea. And then we had a whole message we, you know, sought out. But It's almost like the very early stages of relationship. Though. Yeah, you're trying to trying, build a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't nice. want to come in as, like, uh, another sales. You know, they're getting spam emails, stuff in the, you know, yeah. they, they don't want another product just thrown at them. So, yeah. You now, know, are you guys doing any email yet? Because I know, to me, you were mentioning email. Has that happened yet? No, no. So that hasn't happened yet. So he, he mentioned, like, we want to. We wanted to uh, kind of see initially what our message, you know, how we could craft. So, like, you know, we can get, like, say, conversation going on a good, you know, um, message that we're sending. We could then, say, take that message and craft it in, like, to an email or an ad because we know it has, like, good, you know, response rates yeah. or whatever. Does so. he review any of that? Yeah, yeah. So, well, the initial... Like- he- Sorry. Oh, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so, yeah, the initial messages we haven't... So, he... Uh, the, when the next we only had two calls with him, so I was gonna that was one of my next yeah questions. yeah yeah. So you're on, so you've got so you're you're going into call three with him. Yeah yeah. Okay. So we mentioned to him about so we got about eight to ten responses from you know different responses. Some people said um, they'll demo it. Some people said no thanks. Some people had like other requests that they needed that we don't have in our software. So I actually had a demo scheduled. Um, for it was supposed to have been this Monday, but it got rescheduled for Sunday for the product. So, like, his next, his second call that we got on was uh, talking about how to actually do the demo. 
so how to talk to mm. him because we don't because he said a lot of demos like people are like boring so he was like instead of being born you kind of want to you know put it into the perspective of like okay why are you you know you basically want to know why are you on the call like what's your pain points and then you kind of want to base your demo off of the pain points that they're already having so you don't want to just talk mm. about features that doesn't really relate to them but you don't want to just talk about features only you want to kind of like you know entice them into because the, they still haven't bought the product yet yeah yeah you yeah, want yeah. to sell solutions to their problems yeah, not yeah exactly but yeah, as tech people we want we to want sell to sell features, features yeah. yeah so you know it's, that's it why was, a lot of times you get working on the SaaS and like you know all of a sudden you put in like a million things and you haven't even like launched yet yeah exactly you know? yeah <laughs> Which, so, i mean <laughs> with appointments with a, yeah with appointments you know it's but kinda, i think those are needed yeah those are needed Need it. And I mean, at this point, even like with everything going on, it's like uh, yeah. as we were doing like research and reaching out to some of these people, like before COVID, like because I mean, we there was a shop, you know, in Youngstown use it. And for their example, there was six people in there. Four were doing walk-ins only. Two were doing appointments. And with the COVID, we're noticing a lot of people like you could probably say a shot was like 50-50. Now it's like maybe 80-20 where like everyone's doing appointments and there's a everyone's doing maybe appointments and walk-ins but the appointments maybe is a little more of the business but we're still seeing a lot of people out there just doing walk-ins you know through our messages and that's stuff interesting because like whenever i see whenever i talk to you and honor like we have a weekly call and just whenever we're talking about the business it seems like you guys are always talking about people needing appointments and yeah, the software yeah and it's like but now you're telling me right now that the majority are doing walk-ins. Well, no, no. So, so I like think the, it's, the it's, shift, the shift. Well, before COVID, I was like saying the shift of walk-ins and appointments is kind of like even. I could say like you could walk into a. a it's like fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah, maybe fifty-fifty. Okay. Yeah. And was that fifty-fifty typically within the same shop? Yeah. Oh yeah. Geez. Yeah. So so basically, almost any shop, there'll be someone in there doing that, just, that needs appointments. That yeah, needs appointments. I got you. Right. I got yeah. you. So um, whereas they, because like the shop that it was in those four guys like you know no appointments it was strictly you walk in you sign a sheet so i think i remember andre saying there's no software so we have several competitors but they're all slightly different shades but i think he was telling me there's no competitor that does just walk-ins for a barbershop so who is kind of the big dog when it comes to walk-ins like walk-ins? Yeah, I, there's got to be some software that allows like, it, right? You know, we did, like, there's, you know, you got some, like... Like, um, who do they use, I guess? Like, because it sounds like you've been in barbershops and you talk to people. Like, th- that that set, that 50% yeah. do walk-ins only, are you telling me they are it, all 100% they, paper? It's, like, paper. There's uh, no you got one people texting. Uh, like, we see, I've seen people, like, say, uh, you can text... I've seen people, uh, you know, say call in and, you know, I'll put your, you know, or you can come in, put your name on a list. And, yeah, like there was nothing that was really, like, captivating for the people who just did walk-ins. Because, like, what they would have to do was they would have to get a piece of software that did, like, say appointments and then kind of makeshift it for them. Like, they'll go in and, say, put the person in themselves or something like that. Wow. So, So you guys really have not seen software that... No, yeah. I mean, there's, like... You know, you might see like some general list 
you know, type system, but it's not built for like barbers. It's like a generic like list mm. system or whatever where wow. it's, you know, digital. So that's why we were getting like, because um, the shops that were using it and the, the four people there that was using it, then there was a another shop, like, like right before COVID, there was like a shop um, in Youngstown that had a tablet set up ready to use it. And then there was like another shop near my house that was going to use it, like six more people. But then, like, as I went back to all these guys, they're like, you know, hey, we got to leave our, you know, lobby, you know, closed. Or we need people to be able to schedule from outside to shop, things like that. So They can do that, though, right? They can do that on ourselves. Well, yeah, they, they didn't have, like, uh, so, like, some of the, some of the, like, I was showing them some of that. And there was some features that, like, it, it was kind of tough for them to kind of, like, um, control the flow. Like, so, say... For example, like, um, you know, you get, like, 20 people to sign up. Like, you know, there there wasn't anything, like, they had to, uh, I guess, out the gate, you know, control. Like, because at first we were like, well, you could have people just sign up from the web por- por- uh, portal. But they didn't necessarily have a way to kind of make sure those people were, like, there. So, like, say, you know, the first person, you know, signs up, but he's at home. And then say, but then the person who's there signs up, but he's like fifth on the list. There wasn't like a way to like shift them around because then like down the messages are all out of whack. You know yeah, that sounds like that's always going to be a problem. Well, yeah, I think with the uh, things, so that's why with the, uh, the, we were talking about it too. We didn't even think about it. So I was talking to the one guy at his shop and he was mentioning what he does is, well, before COVID, he would allow people to sign the paper. And then he actually took phone calls, and so but he wouldn't take phone calls until 15 minutes after nine o'clock. So I got to thinking, you would probably want them to be able to say, uh, "I can't allow web walk-ins until there's at least say four people on the list that sign up inside the shop." Because hmm. then you can say like, you know, that first person's already there. So now I can allow more people to sign up outside the walk-in yeah. space. It'll be interesting as we get further into this. This this is an example of where the software was originally written for walk-ins, but we very quickly decided we needed appointments. Yeah. So now essentially what we're going to have is we're going to have appointments and walk-ins, and they're both going to be at like 10% of where they need to be. Yeah. Which you gotta kinda, yeah. Is, is okay. If right. But – Obviously, well, well, I'm spending three months doing an appointments module. We're not putting a single enhancement in the walk-ins, walk-ins module. Part, right. Yeah, and that's where you and I, with Menu, have talked about focus, Right. how important focus is. Because right? oh, yeah. when you have no cash and limited resources, focus is usually your main competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. So by us doing the two modules, we took our focus and just spread yeah, it. Yeah, spread it, yeah. Yep, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be challenging. It to, is. You know, uh, we'll see because it sounds like. Now, and then the thing is, I mean, if with the, uh, yeah, because, I mean, even even if, like, the, you know, it's tough to know when the COVID stuff's going to go up. But even, like, we could see people, say, going back to, like, you know, doing walk-ins or whatnot. Because, like, even, like, the stuff I see online, walk-ins are great because it's a nice, always steady stream of, like, money. You know, a lot of people with appointments, you know, you're basically segmented to that hour that they pick up and then if they don't show you're kind of like you know screwed out of that you know money whereas when a walk-in if you're in a mall which like the shop that i go to is in 
you're you're constantly getting people in the mall coming in and getting cuts and yeah i will say if we can if we can get the appointments and the walk-ins and get them to merge and live happy together oh, with software, yeah. then you could have a home run. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, so I derailed us. No, yeah, no, long yeah. enough. <laughs> but we were talking about the, you know, but that's all. That's all good stuff, you know. Figuring out what the customer needs and everything. So, you guys, uh, Stephen, I think you said it was. He's got you going through the initial phases of a sales plan. It sounds like Andre is, you know, responsible for making some touch points on Facebook, you on Instagram. And then, so so, what's next? Yeah, so um, with the initial, uh, um, you know, demo coming, so we, he wants to, so I'm going to do the demo on Sunday. Um, hopefully, the, you know, the guy doesn't have to reschedule again. And I'm going to record it. So he wants to see, you know, kind of like how I did, how the guy responded. And uh, I'm just going to send it to him. He's going to review it, you know, send back some notes or whatnot. But uh initially he's he's like you know we're gonna you're gonna get you know your response rate's gonna be low you're gonna have to hit you know 50 a day 100 a day keep hitting it and basically what we're gonna have to try and do also is find you know which he mentioned too you know with us you know you kind of want to go after the low hanging fruit of you know customers who either like we talked about before not using a software they just used a piece, you know, they just started using a software or, you know, they only have a couple hundred followers on Instagram and stuff like that. So we want to kind of like build a profile of customers that we can easily target quicker versus like, you know, you go on Instagram and the guy has 10,000 followers and he's in like Florida or something like that. So we kind of want to find that, you know, where we got a guy that we just, you know, paid on to, you know, we're brought on to, you know, put a list of like, customers together so we can easily like sort through and see like okay this guy lives in you know columbus he's in a you know he only has like a thousand followers and he just started using booksy so we can reach out to him and say hey you know how's the booksy going for you is there anything you know that booksy doesn't have that you need and kind of since they're not already like in love with the software there's potential for you know yeah you know improvements yeah they maybe like had that. a half set up yeah half signed set up. up and it wasn't what they expected you know that's yeah that's a good idea um so so you guys are reaching out to those guys you got the demo going on and then he'll review the demo see how you did um and then you were talking about reaching out to you know it's kind of a numbers game and just just pure hard work in the beginning you know how do you keep track of you've talked to 50 people a day, oh, yeah. 100 people a day. So, yeah, we initially, because uh, I'd asked him, too, that was a question I had about, you know, the best CRM that he would recommend. And his recommendation was close.com. He's like, it, you know, it just has a lot of the features like that. You know, it's kind of straightforward email automation for, like, follow-ups and stuff like that. And so we kind of went with that. And What's the price? Uh, so it's uh, $25 a user um, per month. So we, you know, we uh, purchased uh, one of those. He's like, we only need one for now since we're not doing like the emailing. Yeah, so same we, as our software. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, That's, yeah, so we got that. What, what week are you in of using it? Uh, this is week three. Awesome. Yeah, you guys so, like it so far? Yeah, yeah. We really like I mean, I like it. Um, Andre, he said he likes it. So we basically just, um, we only, he's told us to only enter in. The people who we um, who we get responses back from, he's like, we don't want to kind of end up as like data entry of oh, enter, entering in makes sense, yeah. every single person we talk to. Yeah. 
So he's like, if they respond back, enter it in, and then that way you're only putting in the people that reaches out. So then if they do respond back or you'll know if you already, you know, message them. Cause if you go to message them again, then they didn't respond. You're going to see the message in there. So I was going to have you show, you guys show that to me. What we'll did, Oh yeah. 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 Log in. yeah, yeah show it to, to you. Show, show yeah. So yeah, we went with that and we started uh, logging entries in that. So that's, that's actually nice. Cause then I can go in and see like, okay, I marked this guy as a potential and then I marked the guy for, like, the demo as, like, interested and, you know, so made, like, different tasks and stuff. Does it have funnel building in it? Like, when you mark people like that, does, think, it, does it move them through your pipeline? I, th- I believe it did. I didn't create, I didn't put, like, a... You guys have to create a Yeah, you got to create one, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think it gives you, like, three you can create, but, you know, yeah. So. Yeah, because, like, the guy you're doing a demo with, in my opinion, you know, that should be definitely further down your pipeline than the yeah, guy that then just the guy responded just, and said, hey, yeah, maybe. Yeah, might maybe or something. Yeah, so yeah. you'll want it early on because you know how that goes. Once you start getting the data in, you can't really backtracking. Yeah. It's figure, difficult. Exa- so exactly. you, got, you guys kind of want to design, you know, at least have some kind of idea as you start to save right. yourself lots of time. So. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. How many entries do you have in there then? Because you said it's just uh, people responding. Yeah, I think I got, what, eight, 10, 10 or 12, so 8 or 10, somewhere nice. around there. Yeah. Andre, yeah. Um, his, I think. You guys are using the same Yeah, account, it's right? the same one, yeah. But I think he, I haven't logged, I haven't logged in since I put it more. So he might have put some in there when I haven't logged in. So. How's he doing with it? What's what's he think of the whole process? Yeah, he likes it. Uh, he said, you know, he did mention the Facebook is a little harder because, like, you, if you don't, if you message someone and they're not your friend, it goes into like this like hidden queue. It, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, it goes into like Messenger, but it says, hey, it kind of like sends a person to notice that someone's requesting to talk to you. It doesn't actually show up in their messages. Mm. So that's why if you're their friend, it'll actually show up in the top of their messages. So it's a, I think it's a way for Facebook to combat spam, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Doing. Yeah, basically. So with all yeah. the challenges there, and it sounds like, uh, you know, Stephen has even admitted there's, it's more complex. I mean, I have to ask, like, why not not do Facebook as your number two option and something else? Because there's got to be... Yeah, yeah. So a we million actually, different websites you can poke around on. Yeah, like, yeah. Why we were, even mess we were, with Facebook? We were just talking about that yesterday. So we actually decided. You and Andre or you get, and Steve? Me and Andre, okay. yeah. We decided. So since I'm actually getting, like, quicker responses on Instagram, Andre, just as of yesterday, actually, just started um, doing Instagram as well. So we figured, well, we might as well just hit the same, there you, you know, go. platform all at once. And then that way we can't we – can't, uh, go over each other because we're, we're signing as the same account. So, like, if I go to message someone and I see he already messaged them, you know, then we can, yeah. uh, you know, go from there. So, yeah, we figured what, since that way, yeah, we'll just kind of just hit the same and then just kind of keep track of the numbers from there. So, yeah, yeah, so that's that's going well so far. And then, like, his next steps were to kind of get into uh, email. Um, he uses uh, LinkedIn Pro, like the pro the pro version of it. So he said he had a database that he was looking at of like thirty thousand emails. He doesn't. I don't know how accurate it is, but it says that they're barbers and whatnot. Wow. So he was like, you know, if anything, we can try to craft some messages and figure out. You know, not at this point. You know, he wants us to still kind of, you know, keep at the, you know, Instagram portion, and then if we can figure out a nice, you know. Um, crafted email that we can start to get out you know we'll make that like a phase two thing and then from there it kind of mentioned that you know if we can 
figure out like that that uh you know not even necessarily that they're uh clicking you know through on the emails the biggest thing you said with the emails is just to see if they're even opening it if it's something if it's intriguing and we can base off like the clicks or whatever then we'll know okay we can take that and craft like an ad because now we know it's something that sparked their interest yeah so you, know, so you guys are gonna use like mailchimp or something yeah yeah, yeah something like that opens. yeah and see if they open and if they open then he's like well now we know that that's something that maybe is good enough to maybe put in an ad, so we'll make some ads yeah. out and stuff like that's that. That's true. I mean, yeah, you yeah. could keep going until you get, you know, until you land on a decent open rate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So is Instagram the uh, is that the social media of choice for barbers? Yeah, because like they can post their their pictures of their cuts. Makes and, sense. Yeah. yeah. Is there any like uh, clear cut number two type of type of thing? Do you know? Or? I would say if there was, it'd probably more so be Facebook because yeah. the groups are pretty huge. Like I think we're in some groups with like sixty thousand people. Oh. Geez. Yeah, like massive ones. Holy yeah. Holy. I mean, you a lot of them have like moderators, which makes it hard. So like if you post a question, it has to go through a moderator. Then they approve it that's how they keep people from like selling stuff through there but it's not bad but you you know i kind of go in there you know jump on the comments you know uh what about have you guys looked at forums i know that's kind of an older technology but there's a lot of forums you know i was looking at a forum this thing's gonna be a gold mine yeah and i was trying to find i was even googling like barber forums are there none and there's like just none i mean i think the forum just in general is kind of going away but i was thinking like you know it'd be nice if they're and that's what kind of got me into thinking like um you know if there was like some type of I mean, obviously, Facebook's massive, so a lot of those guys are, you know, probably on there in those groups or whatnot. But, yeah, when you – the forums thing, I was thinking, like, man, if there's a forum somewhere, you can just jump on there. And I know that was, like, big back in the day with, like, you know, Yahoo and all those other type of sites. But Yeah, it did, it, forums were always valuable because, well, they were a community for one, so they are kind of the precursor of social media. Yeah, Because they're more right. static, Static, right? yeah. But so they're, you know, they're valuable for that. But the other reason they're really valuable is people always ask questions. Oh, yeah. And as a business, you're trying to solve people's problems. So right. essentially you're giving answers to questions. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, they're just a gold mine for. Like I try Reddit. I try looking at some stuff on Reddit, but there's really not a lot of like subgroups for like, you know, a lot of them were like foreign barbers, like, you know. Have you Russia looked at any, like uh, have you looked at any of our competitors do any of them have groups themselves on facebook no i actually didn't so, so no, i wonder yeah, is it even uh and i don't know anything about facebook groups so just to let everyone know but i wonder can you make a group for our product you actually can and yeah, then we actually yeah. obviously you got to spend time yeah. building it up right. you can't just have a full sales exactly plan. yeah but if you could get some of those 60,000 that are, like, looking for a solution and then you create a group, but, again, so the group is for our product, so it's clear who you are, but at the same time, when people join it, you truly are interacting with them, trying to make their business better. Oh, yeah. I wonder if you could, like, build your own group that essentially is... Yeah, based off the the, the product and basically getting their feedback. Because, you know, I was thinking... I was uh, mentioning talking to Andre about it. The, you know, we were talking about some of the feedback we were getting from these uh, barbers just on, like, some of the features we didn't have or something like that. And I was like, man, it'd be nice. Like, I know Microsoft, they have this forum for teams where you can go on there and, you know, request features or uh, complain about stuff or whatever that's not going right with the product. So, 
you know, and I was thinking, like, man, like, would it be nice if there was, like, a way, and, like, you just kind of brought it up, man, have a group to where, like, these people can, you know, voice their opinions either on the product if they're using it or asking questions about the product, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you almost make it, like, where they get a they get to take part in the design. In the, of the design. Product, which is typically a very bad thing because no one agrees on anything. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, so. Yeah, right. But there, I think there would be enough people in it. It's not like you you're literally have to, like, fill the needs of eight yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. There'll be, yeah. like, enough stuff floating around. You still can essentially do whatever you want. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, it, it just. It would be interesting because we have we have a free trial. Um, we're very early in our development, meaning there is a high likelihood that if someone really has a pain point and needs it in software, what other company can they literally say, hey, I need this? And they're like, okay. Yeah. Not me. No, not but me. ours you can because yeah. you're early enough. Right. You know, so. Like the guy the other day, he was like, oh, um, I use, you know, this software, but. I want some days I want to like schedule off for you know a Friday because I'm on vacation, but it makes me chop off all my Fridays. So it basically makes them close every Friday. So like no one could like say schedule for the next week. Out in the, yeah, yeah out in the, the future. future. Yeah, so. and ours is that way, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know that's we'll like a, it, that's a, that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. another yeah. thing where it's like oh yeah you know if. He goes and complains to that company. They're not going to have it in until maybe, what, a couple months, you know. Oh, if that. Yeah, if they may, that, they may mean, never even see his email. See his email, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I mean, so. we're, we're talking big competitors. Right. Know, that's, that, we all know that's what happens when places get larger. But, yeah, exactly. Almost like a forum for their, like you said, for them to vent on their pain points. But, hey, by the way, we're making software. Exactly, you yeah. You know, let us, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. interesting. I, and I don't know. I don't, yeah, you know, I Because, obviously, I don't know that. You'd have to have a way, even if you did that and, and barbers had an interest, you have to have a way to get your group in front of them. In front of them, And I just yeah. don't know how Facebook works, so I yeah. don't know if it's hidden or if they'll stumble into it or you got to have ads, you know, buy ads just to get them into it. But um, something interesting to think about. So he's putting a plan together. You guys are reaching out on social media. You're logging it into the new CRM we're using. Eventually we'll build a pipeline in there. You have a demo lined up. The next phase is you guys will graduate to testing essentially sales copy and emails. And then I imagine after that, it'll be lots of, if you're successful with all that, I imagine it'll be lots of demos. Yeah. So most yeah, of your, demos, your work yeah. with Steven would be fine, fine tuning, tuning your demos, right? Exactly. And yeah. then at, at that point, if you're getting a lot of demos, and he's comfortable with watching the demos and what you guys are doing. I imagine the next thing is is learning some like closing skills. Yeah. Like as you're finishing, as you're the, finishing demo, the demo, and give him some like calls that. to actions yeah. to you know sign up or right things like that. Well, that's awesome. No, and, yeah. and all for paying a guy an hour a week. Yeah, that's it. You yeah, know? yeah. I you're mean, not paying someone forty hours or anything. No, so. right. That's already in two three weeks. Lots of progress. Yeah, I mean, he uh, said it's going to be a grind, and you know, he might go two three you know months and you know you just gotta he's like you gotta get that one when you get that one you get that five and then five turns into ten you just gotta keep building it just look at it don't look at the bigger picture we were talking about he's like don't look at getting a thousand or a hundred you just need to figure out how to get one you know yeah yeah if you can get yeah. one you can get five you can get 500 and i suspect yeah. with something like this too because barbers you know how that goes people go in 
get their hair cut and stuff, you know, the gossip and talking. Yeah. I have to believe there's a lot of word of mouth in a product oh, like this. Yeah. Meaning if we if we put a good product out there and you do get your one or two, right? I got to think word of mouth could go a long yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even when we, you know, it was initial in that one shop, only the one guy had it. But, you know, we put the, the thing in for him to use it. Like a week later, the other three are like, hey, can we jump on? They're like, all right. That's you know, awesome. It's like, but yeah. you got to imagine like stuff like that's going to oh, happen. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. Yeah, they get in their Facebook group and start telling right. everyone about this new software. And Awesome. Well, you got anything else for this episode? No, no, that's it. Great yeah. stuff, man. Yeah, 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 it's a good episode. Lots of really valuable knowledge for any, any of you out there wanting to just try and figure out how you can get started with building a sales plan for your business. Yeah. Uh, take us away, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, again, thanks for uh, tuning in to uh, episode 47 of the Startup Menu. Um, your working class entrepreneurs looking to just keep bringing you advice on, you know, your startup and our startup also. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Menu App. If you have any questions in regards to today's episode or any episode, just email us at info at themenuapp.com. And if you can, just leave us a review on your podcast player of a choice. The reviews really help us out in getting found in the uh, you know the store. So again, thanks again. See you next time.